So, Neil, did you watch that podcast I sent you? No, I didn't. Oh, it's funny. It's from um, Tested.com, you know, uh, Jamie and Adam's uh, podcast, but the yeah. one without Jamie and Adam on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were talking about, well, one of the guys was wearing his headphones with the with the bar on the back of his head. Yeah. And he says he's wearing a Lobot style. <laughs> yeah. So I hear the laughing, so obviously you know who Lobot is. I know who Lobot is, yeah. And they said the same thing you said, Neil, that anyone who briefly appears on Star Wars has a whole history about them now. It's true. Because they talked about how Lobot, basically, there's books about him and his father, about his father was a slaver, and all this shit is like, really? And he has the name Lobot and stuff like that. (laughs) Lobot. I just think it's funny because because Neil said a long time ago that you know these these uh these paid writers get just like throw a dart onto the screen and whoever it lands on is who they write a book about. Actually, what I said was you could you could close your eyes and just point at the screen in any random scene in Star Wars, and whatever character your finger lands on, there's a story written about him, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right. And they say the same thing on that podcast. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And Star Wars fans themselves were calling it out like, like that's pretty crazy. awesome. I Neil and I watched this uh, this uh, Brony uh, uh, documentary. Oh, Bronies! I saw that. And Neil's opinion on the whole Brony thing, one eighty in like thirty seconds after watching this. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I was okay with the show because I'm like, oh, this is just a cute little show, and I don't care if the guys like it or who likes it or whatever. And then I saw this, and I'm like, oh, my God. These (laughs) these are sad, sad people. We need to find every tape of this show and just put a bulk erase to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, my, husband, my, my husband's a brony. The, the, the guy that needed to wash his hair at the beginning when he was singing Winter Wrap Up. Yeah. I was oh, like, right. That's <laughs> like if I shower on like Friday morning and then don't shower again until Monday morning, that's what my hair looks like. Oh, God. <laughs> what about that big old zit just staring at you on his nose? I, I wasn't going to make say anything about a zit. I mean, if you have zits, you can't really do anything about it. Yes, you, you just take both two fingers and pop it. Yeah, but then it looks gross. And you have a big red mark in the middle of it. Right. That's, you can't win for losing on that, honestly. Yeah. Well, then what about the <laughs> what about that uh, black guy who said that he went to a Chinese uh, restaurant and his fortune cookie told him to keep his travel plan secret and, that, and he took that as a message from God that he should go to BronyCon. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awesome. And what about, what about what about the Bronies in the banjo band? That was a little frightening. Except getting their the the, the their one non Brony friend. And deals like <laughs> deal, deals like I understand this guy is what they got to say. It's you know it's been like a month or two since I've seen that. I'm gonna have to watch that again. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Well, I'll get you. I'll give you the link right now. Okay. Neil, that's oh. it's the doc- oh, I've oh, seen want- this. Yeah. What? This is something I haven't seen. This is the documentary. This will make you cry. No, this is a different documentary. There's I've seen one. I've seen the documentary that's on uh, Netflix. Oh. 
it's actually called Bronies, the extremely unexpected adult fans of My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> well, By the way, that is a phenomenal documentary. <laughs> but the guy at the beginning singing Winter Wrap Up uh-huh. with his hair, you'll see him in a second. Nice. That's Skip that's. Ad. I want no ads. Add Block Plus. Keep it on forever. I mean, these wow. people, these people, suddenly I have a lot more respect for that. For that guy in the Rocket Fire uh, documentary, the, <laughs> uh, the guy who drinks two liters of Dr Pepper a day. Yeah, the guy who bought the, who actually bought a set of the Rocket Fire explosion to put in his house, and he watches it. <laughs> oh dear God, that poor boy. Yeah, he just he just says, I drink two bottles of Mountain Dew a day, and I'm like, how do you still have teeth? <laughs> it's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's Desean, the superhero webcomic. Desean's got superhero antics and sexy girls. Read it now at Desean.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. Okay, I just got done watching a full episode of Denver, and I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I'm just like, what? What? Well, he's your friend and a whole lot more. Yeah, but it just makes no sense. <laughs> and the thing, okay, the thing about this, about this show that makes the most sense is that there's a dinosaur living in modern times. That actually makes more sense than anything else that happened in this episode. <laughs> what about one? the Rodney Dangerfield sound alike? Oh my god, that was like the first thing I picked out. Okay, but let's save it for the show. Let's save okay. it for the show. I just wanted to... <laughs> There's two I, Cam I, Clarks in this show. I noticed. But let's save it for the show. Not paying okay. attention to that. Let's save I did have to yeah, I did have to look up the uh the voice for that guy though. I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. Yeah, I heard I heard the Cam Clark. And I'm like, yeah, that's Cam Clark, all right. <laughs> yep, he's your friend in a whole lot. <laughs> oh my God. I seriously have that stuck in my head right now, still. Like, because the last three weeks, off and on, I've been like semi-marathoning while I've been doing other things. Yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we ready to start the show? Sure. All right. Uh, Hello and welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about Denver, the last dinosaur. He's our friend and a whole lot more. Uh, of course, with me is my co-host, TV's Mr. Neil. This show just broke my brain. I don't have a stinger for this week. <laughs> and also with us is Ren. Hello. Yeah, I, I got, yeah, it broke my brain a little bit too. So, over, um, over again. <laughs> so the thing is, you know, number one, when the name of the creator of the show is named after, uh, a uh, okay, his last name is Queef, so let's just let's just go there. Yeah, Peter Queef. It's right you here. In there. <laughs> Peter Queef. It says it right here. It says it right where? <laughs> On the I Wikipedia. I'm, I'm I gonna look this up. E F E. I don't see a U in there at all. I'm in. I'm on IMDb. Peter Queef. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just wanted to pronounce it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, maybe a little bit, but can you blame me? No, no, I can't. Especially not after you know seeing several episodes. No, I cannot. <laughs> I've not even heard of the production company. I have. I World Event Productions is the same company that made Voltron and Vitor. 
that yeah. explains episode, I think it was episode eight in season one. Whichever one. There was one where... That, that's all them adapting other stuff. I mean, the, 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 this is... Uh, you know, yeah. The only thing that they created was Denver. And Vitor. Vitor is uh, the Starfire champion. It only had like five episodes, I think. With Peter Cullen. Yeah, with Peter Cullen. He was a big star, huh. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and this this company actually started out... I think that he, they made sports programming in the very early 80s, and I think they actually gave Bob, Bob Costas his first job. I think I remember mm. seeing that somewhere. Were they what, the ones using that uh, that uh, video editing studio where they had like the different wipes, the star wipe and the woman? You're, you're talking about Video Toaster? <laughs> yes. <It> probably. Because <laughs> it felt like some of these some of these wipes in Denver is like Video Toaster wipes. Uh, they probably nice. are. Nice. But there wasn't a woman pulling down the shades, though. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I've actually... <laughs> I actually used a real video toaster machine, and that one was in there. <laughs> oh my god! No, Neil can tell you about this this, this wipe. It's actually epic. Wow. Yeah, I I think Homestar Runner uh, lampooned it once. <laughs> <laughs> it's the silhouette of a naked woman walking across the room. Right, and, and, she, and then, and then, and then she 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 makes a gesture like she sees you, and she gets surprised, and then she pulls the shade down. And that's the white. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would have made the show so much better. That would have made the prequels better. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's World Event Productions. Wow. That I mean, explains a lot. I mean, the thing is, it's it's actually surprising that uh, there's so many, you know, some of the, uh, you know, Oh my goodness, that's weird. Because the thing is, I could have sworn that the the bully leader was another Cam Clark, hmm. but it's actually Rob Paulson. Oh wow! Huh. Didn't you think the bully leader was what was was Cam Clark as well? It's well, he sounded I like him. I think he was in the episode that I saw. He was in the first episode. Well, I saw episode three. Okay, <laughs> the they were they were using the camera. <laughs> okay. But you, did you not watch the pilot? I saw the pilot a long time ago. I just saw a random episode. I'm like, I'm watching this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, there's there's several Cam Clarks. There's a couple of Brian Cummings. Yeah, let's let's talk about having more than one character voiced by Cam Clark because there are times in the show where the camera is not on them and they're talking to each other, and I have no idea who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. It's like, I'm one character. No, I'm a different character. Who's talking? I don't know. <laughs> no way. You're just a kid. I'm Cam Clark. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Cummings is not related to Jim Cummings. I Yeah, I, I did have to look that up. So I was like, Cummings? Oh, my God, Jim Cummings? Because seriously, Darkwing Duck was my favorite cartoon back in the day, like of all time. So I got, like, really excited for about 10 seconds until I learned that. So, yeah. But he, but Brian Cummings does do a lot of different voices. I mean, he did that. Yeah, I did really, see that. Really bad Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, that was just <laughs> epic. <laughs> he also, uh, but he also did Dr. Mindbender. Hmm, okay. I don't and remember. Why do I not remember? That sounds familiar, but I can't place it. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Oh, that's why. Oh, speaking of G.I. Joe, I was, as I was like, kind of like half falling asleep this afternoon watching an episode of Denver, my husband walked by and he's like, 
oh, that looks like GI, looks like uh, the GI Joe animation. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, what was with that weird? What was it with that weird effect they did on the roads when it shows them like skateboarding? That's oh, them God. using really primitive 3D animation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like Super Nintendo Mode Seven. <laughs> But the thing here I note is, you know, the leader of the the bullies is actually Rob Paulson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is it's cool I, but rude. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about that for a second, because, you know, I found out much later that Rob Paulson, you know, majorly dissed the guy who did the Raphael in Turtles Forever. Wow. He said, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I wouldn't want him to date my daughter or drink after me at, at the water fountain. Damn. <laughs> and I think that's kind of. See, that's sort of like Rob Paulson assuming that any voice he does is like a copyright or something. It's it's, and, and that's the one thing that's really dangerous to assume with with uh, with voice actors, especially voice actors whose whole careers are based off of imitating celebrity voices. <laughs> yeah, especially since he kind of uh, he was kind of doing the voice of uh, oh, who's that? Who's that one uh, southern sounding uh, the guy? Pat Buttram. He he was doing Pat Buttram's voice while Pat Buttram Buttram was still alive. And he even told him, he's like, I, I kind of stole your voice. He's like, that's okay, son. You can, you can <laughs> steal my voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And like I said, it's 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 a bit much. You know, especially you know these are union voice actors, and I think that's one of the big reasons why because the voice actors were in Canada that did Trails mm-hmm. Forever, and they were non-union. Mm-hmm. Oh, but still at the same time, you know, you, you know, it's, you know, I, I know Rob Paulson is friends with Jim Cummings <clears throat> and, uh, and Jim Cummings went through a lawsuit about this. Yeah. Ooh. The whole, uh, Oh God, what's that guy's name? Louis Prima's widow. Yeah. So it, it just seemed like a, it just seemed a little, you know, much for, for Rob to sort of lay it on thick with that, with, with the guy who did Raphael and Charles forever. It just seemed a little, much to me and yeah i just wished he was a little bit more mature about it honestly it does seem a little rude okay like not a lot cool. rude but yeah cool. definitely not cool but rude yes but uh back to denver <laughs> i just had to get that off my chest because I, I just thought it was a bit much that rob said that i usually respect what he says but that was a bit much but uh you know <clears throat> the story of denver the last dinosaur is you have all these you have like it, it, it's like it's like you know in the in the in the late 80s early 90s the uh, burger king had like these characters to sell their <laughs> oh rip, rip off rip off happy meals and the kids club it, it's is like that what they these were are those characters they are <laughs> okay when when denver was first mentioned like a few weeks ago on on the post and i was like oh denver i remember that cartoon that was like so awesome back in the day and everything right and i was also was also thinking oh i remember the cereal and everything yeah no bad all bad the cereal i remember was like those it's like this dinosaur cereal and it wasn't actually denver the dinosaur cereal they just kind of like threw them on there at some point was it <laughs> i just looked it up like a like Two weeks ago, too, because I was like, I gotta look that up. But you remember the Burger King kids, don't you? I remember I them. I do. I mean, 
they were the the hip happening kids, you know, and they were they were multicultural. And I think was one in a wheelchair because that that <laughs> seems to be always one in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's that's when you know they've gone too far, is there, when you have your one in a wheelchair. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's the thing, is whenever I watch Denver, I'm like, this reminds me of those BK kids. Right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's named Wheels. <laughs> that's just mean. That is awful. <laughs> Fuck you, Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Dinosaurs is what the cereal was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, here's, here's a more extreme image, Neil. I think you're like this one. Oh, my God. When Is this official? No, this can't be oh official. Oh, my God. This can't be official because the dog is peeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dog's peeing. <laughs> but, but other than that, you almost thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, who well, commissioned this? <laughs> because there's the king right there. <laughs> there's, there's flames shooting out of tailpipes on the wheelchair. They're just amazing. Oh my god. And somebody, somebody who drew this saw the Sailor Moon pilot. I think so. So how can there how can there be other dinosaurs if Denver is the last dinosaur? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out too. Yeah, there the cereal that we were just talking about. There are other dinosaur characters: T Rex, Stegostan, Buddy Brontosaurus, <laughs> Terry Pterodactyl, and Denver the last dinosaur. <laughs> it was a fruity cereal. I remember that. Well, it's like, fruity, all right. Kind of like fruity pebbles or something. It's like, oh my god, this is just awful. Oh my god. But the premise of the show is there are these awesome, nerdy, hip kids that... <laughs> hip, awesome, yeah, okay. That, that ride skateboards and stuff. And, and BMX, don't and, forget And uh, once, you know, uh, two-thirds of them are Cam Clark. That, and surfers, uh, apparently, by their accents. Yeah, that that, that discover a dinosaur egg in a, in a, in a in like a construction yard. It was like at the tar pits, though. I think it was like at a construction yard or something, but it was like near the tar pits. They open the egg, and Denver comes out, who cannot speak. <laughs> they didn't open it; it hatched. No, they hit it. He landed on it. The kid landed on it. Oh, yeah, he, he landed on it, but then it hatched, so they didn't technically open it. Well, they, they cracked the egg. Okay, but, uh, I'll buy that. See, uh, I, was, I was actually paying attention for half of it. You can't, you can't make a crappy TV show without breaking some eggs. And, there's, <laughs> and, the, and the shell of the egg can, like, transport the kids through time and space and teach them about dinosaurs. Yeah, that's a little creepy and weird. A lot creepy and weird. Apparently didn't do a good job because dinosaur models in this show are terrible. <laughs> and I don't think any of the dinosaur facts that they try to use to make this seem like it's educational oh. are even true anymore. You know, because they were never they weren't even true, true at the time actual. this was made. Oh my god! One of one of them I was I saw the the narrator for when they go back in time or whatever said something about um. 
these things that they know are neither true nor factual. And I won't really. They're neither true nor factual. Those things are, are exclusive of each other. I, okay, I, I'm walking away now. <laughs> Is this some sort of weird Schrodinger's cat sort of logic? I think so. <laughs> Watch dinosaur never cooks or something? I guess. <laughs> All I know is there's lots of pain involved in this. Yeah. You know, you have the, the yeah. evil scientist, the evil, co evil concert promoter. It's like it's like all the adults are evil, and only the kids who just want to hang out with the dinosaur are good. Not all the adults, only half of them. I mean, there was the the zoo vet who was like super. I actually kind of liked his uh, his voice, his uh, voice actor too. That was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, he he was cool with him. And he didn't narc them out or anything. But yeah. Narc them out? No, he didn't narc them out. <laughs> He's like, hey, what are you kids doing there? Do you, are you there with a prehistoric animal there? Come on, open up. <laughs> well, no, that was the evil scientist. Well, guy who pretended to be a scientist because he had no credentials. <laughs> and he was trying so, to be called. So like Bill Nye. I guess. Only not as good, because I think Bill Nye actually might know some things. No, not really. He actually kind of doesn't know a lot. I mean, if you want someone to represent science, you want someone smarter than Bill Nye. He said some things. I didn't say everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, Bill Nye's a really good scientific representation. So, rep, science represent, you know, let's move on. <laughs> He's good for marketing, though. He's excellent for science marketing. And that's all that's important. Okay. For some reason, this came up <laughs> on the image search when I searched for Burger King kids. I don't know why. And now you're going to share my pain. It's better not be a Rule 34. Not really. God, it is. <laughs> not really. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> why did that come up? I don't know. I searched for, I literally typed in Burger King kids, and that was on the search. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. See, I'm not even going to put this in the post, but I, I think people listening to this are going to run to Google Images and try to figure out what image we're looking at. <laughs> and if you guess correctly, you can win a copy of Denver the Lost Dinosaur. I thought you were going to say Robin and the Dreamweavers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. You know, some guy offered to buy one of our copies. I told him I'm not going to give away mine. <laughs> I say I'll give him mine if he gets us another movie. <laughs> Which he still is working on. Nice. Well, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's the that's the problem with this kind of show like this, because you you, you have it to where, you know, it's kind of like this alf premise of, you know, here it here's is. this black I was just thinking about that. Wacky, wacky creature that doesn't belong, yes. and you have these, yeah, these kids, gang slash family slash whatever that has to keep them secret and safe. Right. And, and they all hang out and have fun out. with each other, and yet no one ever sees him. Yes. They don't really do a very good job of hiding this dinosaur either, because it's like half the adults already know. <laughs> Halfway through the first season. I mean, you know, actually, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, Harry and the Hendersons? Yes. Handled that better. Yeah. Well, what do you expect with a bunch of kids, I guess? I don't know. I mean, Harry and the Hendersons, season two, he's, he's found out, and he's a celebrity at the beginning of season two. <laughs> See, now, in the episode that I just watched, uh, 
one of the kids is borrowing a camera that's owned by the the young girl character. Oh, and yeah. they're like, we sh- we should shoot a movie. What movie should we shoot? <laughs> I know. Let's shoot a movie of Denver. I'm like, why would you shoot a movie of Denver if you're hiding Denver from from the public? And it was really Cam Clark talking to Cam Clark. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty awful. You're just a kid. And they're such jerks to the little girl, too, who's smarter than any of them. It's like, gee, thanks, guys. Stay classy. I think that was an emerging trope of the era. It's like the, the little girl who's smarter than everyone. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like, go away, little girl. And then she's doing, like, all the work. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, what's really funny is uh, the, the two Cam Clarks is Mario, a kid mm-hmm. with an enormous ego. Right. And Shades, a cool kid with always <laughs> yeah. wears glasses. Right. So it's always the two most vocal characters are both Cam Clark. It's like, really? That's just some Cam Clark overload there. Yeah, and then there's a dumb jock character. And then there's the other kid. Well, what the hell is he wearing on his head? I know what the... I, I, geez, I haven't seen those since the 80s. I forgot what they're called. I don't know what they're called, though. It's like a something you'd wear in the desert or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks. Now I have to look that up. Oh, it's like a, it's like a Russian hat, but thinner. Yeah. I, I like that Google says 80s hat with flaps. Yeah, I think that's it. What it <laughs> it's the Lawrence of Arabia hat. Is that what it's called? No. Oh, I was hoping. We're on the road to Morocco. <laughs> but the thing that the thing is, you know, Denver has a magic shell and stuff like this. It's like right. It's it's like the th- the thing is, <clears throat> you, you know what this show reminds me of? It reminds me of. of of uh, shows you know that that try try to do this thing where you know you have this uh, this child friendly ambassador to blank you know mm-hmm. and and you know it, it it's one of these shows with uh, you know where they're like oh we gotta teach children about dinosaurs so here's this child friendly ambassador to dinosaurs oh yeah it's sort of like we have to teach teach kids about environmentalism so here's widget the world watcher <laughs> child friendly. <laughs> Child friendly uh, ambassador to to uh, to environmentalism. Hold on one second. I have a phone call. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Movie Week in Review is the Geek Cast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on geekcastradio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right, and we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right, and we... Okay, seriously, this is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind, every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's all right. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. 
Tune in to TuneCast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find TuneCast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. And now, back to the show. <laughs> You're all, like, wavy now. Pat Fraley was uh, Denver Was Denver the last dinosaur. Krang. Yeah, I saw it. Krang? Yeah, he was the voice of Krang. Oh, my God. That's yes. crazy. Yes, and... That's another instance of, of where uh, where uh, Blanchard asks someone on the show that he doesn't realize he's like doesn't want to be known for just that one role. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that dinosaur was pretty good at English too. I was, I was like, what? Yeah. But you know, there, I noticed that there's a lot of Muppet Babies uh, type type fantasy going on in this show because while they were in the episode that I saw, they they were trying to think of like how they're going to use the camera and they would they'd keep going into these fantasy type scenes where it's like let's do a movie where i'm a stunt motorcyclist let's do a movie where we're in where we're in prehistoric times and like there was like a wipe and then they're in prehistoric times i'm like did i miss something <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was like a fantasy at first i'm like is there time travel <laughs> there is but not that much oh. as, i think you'll like that was... one time we <laughs> oh, God. You think that's bad? Yeah. <laughs> Still can't believe American Dad ran ten seasons. Oh my god, I know. They just won't cancel it. Nope. And it's bad. I know. And the worst thing is, you, you kind of get into it after a while. You're going, why am I watching this? But you can't stop. Oh, I stopped. <laughs> he stopped. He knew when to say enough. Lucky. <laughs> I got out when, when the first chance came. It took me like three seasons and, to even get into it. Uh, I absolutely hated that show at first. And there's this one kid that's wearing a shirt that's like the Saved by the Bell background. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. I mean, you could throw this in the same universe as Saved by the Bell and... Uh... What's that other stupid show? The Beverly Hills Teens or whatever the hell that was called. Oh God, yeah, Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Yeah, it's just so funny seeing in the nineties, you know, them putting the Memphis Milano design language on children. Because <laughs> that's what that's what that design is based off. You know, that Fisher, those bright Fisher Price colors, those weird oh, shapes. Oh, it's called yeah. Memphis Milano. Holy crap! Because what's based off is uh, there was a. Uh, design group in Italy in Milano that was trying to come up with a whole new interior decorating style. And they base it off of, uh, they base it off of listening to, uh, to Bob Dylan's Memphis song. Oh, jeez! While walked in a room and they sort of came up with this whole design style. So that's why it's, that's why the Saved by the Bell style is called Memphis Milano. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> yep. I mean, what kind of dinosaur is Denver anyways? He looks more like a kangaroo wearing a dinosaur suit. Uh, yeah. I... Carithosaurus, it says. Is that yeah. a thing? Apparently it is, because there's a link to a Wikipedia article. Yes. Seriously? It's a real dinosaur. Oh, it does kind of look like that. But uh, not, like because duck. he's not... Well, it's the crest. Yeah, I he's... think is... It's one of the duckbill dinosaurs, and I would never have guessed ah, that. Jeez, why did I click that again? 
<laughs> but the thing is, they made the crest look like a fucking mohawk. <laughs> I <It's> know. Like... <laughs> it is pretty awful. <laughs> well, that's so he could be and he hip doesn't and, stand. and appeal to kids. He doesn't stand right. He does look more like a big kangaroo or he something. He looks like Dino. Than... Yes! D- it looks like Dino if he had a little Vino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to mention the other thing that I saw in this. You were talking about about their dinosaur facts and how how bad they were in the yeah. in the episode that I watched there was a tyrannosaurus standing upright like 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 Grimlock and he was he was eating from a tree <laughs> and I'm like wrong 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 on all counts <laughs> that's awesome oh my god oh my god <laughs> that is amazing I'm, yeah I missed that I must have walked away. <laughs> Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> there were 52 episodes of this. So you get the syndication. Oh my god. I, I was, yeah, I was like so excited, and then I started watching the pilot, and I'm like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> and, and then after like half a season or so, you, you just kind of get numb to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's great. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> it was great though. There's another episode I had on today. My roommate walked by and he was like and he was just like walking through and he's like, Denver, I love Denver the last dinosaur. I'm like, Yeah, I used to too. So I started watching them again. <laughs> Although I will say that the animated Fraggle Rock was way worse than this. Wow. I, I remember that there was an animated Fraggle Rock, but I remember nothing about it. I didn't remember, but I was on Hulu, and I was, like, going through all the kids' shows, and I was like, Fraggle Rock, cause I was, and I was watching, like, actual Fraggle Rock, and then I saw animated Fraggle Rock. I gotta watch that. Yeah, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Beyond awful. So, yeah, this was actually a little bit better than that unfortunately hmm. still painful yes it was definitely painful i've just run out of things to say because i watched this stone face like i can't believe this exists <laughs> it's definitely a product of the 90s I, I know i've seen cartoons that were this bad yeah yeah, yeah exactly i know i there's i was trying to like find some like oh it, it's got its moments but there aren't very many of them. Um, and yeah, the plot lines are all like mediocre to just plain crappy. And I got, I got nothing. It's like stuff happens. Grownups are dicks. And then the day <laughs> right. is saved and nobody finds out about Denver. Right. Except for or half the does... adults. Right. Yeah. And the ones that do find out are totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not going to give it away. Oh, except, of course, for Fizzback, or whatever the hell his name is, and um, the crazy professor guy in the safari hat, because mm. they're total dicks, and they want to take him away for their own purposes. But somehow Denver always gets away, so it's all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, There's just something really weird about watching a show where a kid's wearing a Saved by the Bell shirt, a kid, another kid's wearing... <laughs> Another kid's wearing silver aviators, and another mm-hmm. kid's like wearing this stupid red hat. 
Yes. <laughs> Although the jock kid isn't completely stupid. He ha- seems to have some, you know, academic to him. So he's not a complete re- you know, jerk. Not jerk. You know, not, not completely stupid. But, yeah, it's still pretty bad. Well, of course. It was made by someone named Queef. See, maybe I just thought he was stupid because he's in the show and and everything in the show is stupid. He might well, be the yeah. most intelligent character in the show. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's the most intelligent necessarily. I think the dinosaur is more intelligent than any of the kids personally, but except for the little girl. Yes, except for the little girl and the dog. <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just bad. So the animation studio. <laughs> Yeah, Sam Young. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Huh? Don't know what that is. They don't Either. exist anymore. Good. That is, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> but the thing is, all the names are Korean. Well, yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them, Korean. <laughs> I mean, the animation isn't bad. It's, it's no. passable. Yeah, it's not amazing, but it's not awful. It's just. I have animals. a problem with the col- with the with the color palette, though. You know, it's it's way too. Yeah, it's kind of a pastel nightmare. Well, it's like <laughs> late '80s to you know going into '90s. <laughs> That's true. I mean, but... is isn't it weird that I like prefer the the '80s color palette with the more muddy colors? The muddy, the brighter colors? No, the muddier colors. You know, like oh, Transformers has, like, really muddy colors. Oh, yeah. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. But it looks better on the screen, though. Yeah, but the, the cartoons that are more comparable to, to Denver definitely all have very primary colors. But this is even brighter than those. I mean, Smurfs <laughs> isn't even this bright. <laughs> I don't know. This is actually this is actually brighter than Mr. Uh, Mr. Bozo or... All right, Mr. Bogus, pardon me. Mr. Bogus. Mr. Bogus? Yeah, Mr. Bogus has a much bright, brighter color palette than Denver. And it's terrible. You don't want to watch it. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? You don't want to watch it. What happened was there was this guy who did these really weird claymation animated, like, segues between sh- shows for and then they're like, that. okay, we're gonna, they're like, okay, we're gonna give you a cartoon budget. That was a series. And then they turned it into a series, an animated series. I don't think I saw the series. You don't want to. You're probably right. Because, like I said, the the, the actual claymations were actually kind of interesting, but then, then he decided to give him his own show. <laughs> that does seem like a bad idea. Jeez, I only vaguely remember that. Neil, do you remember this? No. But I, I don't know the series at all. You, well, I thought you'd know it because of the, the original Claymations. No, it's not ringing a bell. Ah. Wow. Well, it's a thing. It's on YouTube, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's not much else to say about Denver other than it existed and it was painful and we're glad that it's dead. Yes, absolutely. What the hell? Oops. I like how we, we started out just laughing at the absurdity of this cartoon and we slowly just ran out of energy. <laughs> we did. We kind of covered everything in like five minutes. I was like, yeah, that was pretty much are you it. Super, are you being super serial right about that picture? I don't know. 
super <laughs> cereal. The Google image results for Mr. Pocus. Oh my god. That super is, cereal. That's the most <laughs> wretched thing I've ever seen. I know! I don't understand. So cereal. Super cereal. <laughs> I don't know where that came from or anything. It was just there. What, Band Bear Pig? Yes. Band Bear Pig's from South Park. I know, but Yeah, but that's that. not even... I've seen this picture before. Like... It's This predates Man, Band Bear Pig. This is not Man Bear Pig. This is... This is like someone's concept of what would happen if they crossed a human with a dog. And it's truly the most frightening thing you'll ever see. I don't know. I've that seen some pretty frightening things. Yeah, but it's it's bad. Yeah. Well, folks, we're sorry. We don't have much else to say about Denver. I mean, the, the, you know, it's, we, we, we all came in here knowing this show that sucked, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, after I got... After the the pilot started, yes, I didn't remember how it was really awesome when I was a kid. Um, but I'm not a kid anymore, and it's not awesome anymore. It didn't hold up at, at all. Just remember and, this: this is a roundtable podcast. It's not a reviews podcast. So if you came to this expecting a review of Denver: The Last Dinosaur, <laughs> boy, you're a fool. <laughs> And number two is, is you know, even though we're not a reviews podcast, you know, we, we still can tell you, you know, this ain't worth your time to watch it. You know, it's, it, that's, it, that's, more it like had... a, that's more like a public service announcement. To, Unless to you just want to get like six of your friends and just riff the shit out of it. Yeah. Then it might be absolutely. worth watching. Yeah. You know, even if you have kids, don't let them watch this. It, the, yeah. the so-called facts and dinosaur stuff. No. It's, and plus. It's, I no. found that kids just don't don't have any taste, and they'll probably like it and want to watch more. And then exactly. you'll be stuck because I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. Yep. <laughs> I watched a few other things while I, after I uh, got done with Denver, though. <laughs> what you watch? I, I checked out the Awesomes on Hulu, the awesomes. which was I, I only caught the pilot. I haven't checked it out any further so far. It was kind of meh. I don't know. Maybe it has promise. I have no idea. Um, I also checked out Odd Job Jack, which was horrific. <laughs> it was absolutely horrific. I do not recommend do not at all. Want. Do not want. The animation alone was, was, oh my God. I thought maybe it would have like a decent plot line or something to make up for it. No, I couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't get past it. It was so bad, just so bad. So then I moved on from that and uh, and marathoned a bunch of Dan verses because that is awesome, and I love that show. <laughs> and I was so happy to find it on Hulu for free. Interesting. Yes. So, <clears throat> you know, I think the moral of the story is uh... <laughs> no, there is no moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they tried to make morals to the stories, but. Uh... Today's episode was about friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I've also been watching Dragon Hunters, too, on Hulu. I really like that series, too. But I'm a little biased because I like dragons a lot. And this is, like, really interesting and stuff. And, yeah. If we do another... If uh, if you guys do another anime episode... The, um, I, I think this is a French anime, so... Uh, let me check this out on the old Hulu. Yeah. 
And even if you don't like the series, if you can find the movie, the movie was phenomenal. I, I watched it back when it was on Netflix. I think it was like two years ago or something. It's when I first discovered it. And I had to buy it because I watched it a couple of times and then it disappeared from Netflix and I was very sad and I had to purchase it. Mm. You know, they, they, you know, people still want us to watch that Wu Fu show. Wakfu, Wakfu. Uh, what? Wakfu, what? I know it's, nothing. It's another friend of me. I don't, I'm not familiar with that at all. Well, our listeners keep on telling us, you have to listen, you have to watch Wakfu, even though it's not in English, it's all in French. Oh, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. The art looks kind of cool. And the thing is, you know, you know, I watch subs, but the thing is, I watch subs of languages that aren't romance languages. <laughs> picky, picky. Because that then I'm kind of cool and indie, but if I but if I if I watch shows of of, of romance, you know, of, of of subtitled romance languages, then then I feel like I'm being a I'm being a pretentious something or other because it's like watching I'm watching I'm watching a French subtitle thing. It's like you know what I mean. <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> you know, if it's Japanese, it's okay, but if it's, if it's French, it's like no. <laughs> I do kind of know exactly what you mean. <laughs> what do you say to that deal? I don't know. The art looks really cool now. I want to check it out, but I don't. I no don't French. know if it's no, no whack whack food. But it's going to be a problem if it's not dubbed, because I'm always doing something else while I'm watching something. It's always like more of a background thing. What the hell? I just clicked on the first episode of Dragon Hunters, and all the recommended videos are fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Neil, did you hear the big news that they revealed what Goku's mother looks like? What? Yeah, I really? saw it. Her name is Gain. Huh. That's interesting. And she does housework. <laughs> I see. Instead of being a Saiyan warrior, she does housework. Wow. So, what do you think about that? That's that's something. I don't know. I didn't really have an opinion of it. Well, apparently lots of um, uh, feminists have this issue about... <laughs> about you know, oh, it's Goku's mom, but she only does housework instead of being a Saiyan warrior. Oh. Well, there was that other... Just... What? I, I was just going to say, those those particular feminists can go suck it. Yeah. <laughs> there was, a, there was a, another Saiyan female character that was, you know, actually in Bardock's team. I think they're just disappointed that it wasn't her. Well, I think the big thing is uh, Toriyama is like, I didn't create her, so it's not going to be her. <laughs> Makes sense. I suppose. Because Toriyama's like, I'm not going to use other people's characters. Uh, who do you think I am, George Lucas? <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> That's funny. Or maybe he saw what happened to Todd McFarlane and uh, decided that, no, nah, I better make my own characters. Well, actually, the thing is, they did actually, they did actually uh, put. She was originally on Bardock's team, and then she was replaced by the other female character on the team and becomes a housewife. Ah, I see. Very interesting. Not really. Indeed. I mean, there's, there's not much depth of Dragon Ball. No. And plus, oh, but, you, 
Being a but flashback you know character, she's not going to have much development anyway. Right. I, I know, but people people bought this in droves. People bought this in droves because it's like it's a, it's it's Goku's mom. Wow. I mean, that's just that's just what it's like back, you know, with 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 Dragon Ball. It's like, oh, it's because you you don't get any more material anymore. So it's like anything they can grasp at. Yeah. Aww. Yep. That's the thing. Is there anything they can grasp at? It's so but, sad. But you know, that's their choice. Yeah, that's true. You know, they got to be happy with what what they got. I mean, this is a show that's been you know mm. constantly remade over like what a span of like twenty, thirty years. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. How many times over have they dubbed and redubbed the the uh, the regular program? Five. Yeah. Wow. It's like. I got the DVDs of like the first three seasons of Dragon Ball Z, and I'm like, huh, there are whole lines that I remember from the broadcast that aren't here anymore. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's aggravating. <laughs> different <laughs> voices, different narrator. Wow. That kind of thing always makes me wonder if I'm going completely insane when that happens. Like, didn't I thought this guy said this, but he didn't say that. <laughs> Something's not right. I know, I know. It's 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 just like when I saw, uh, you know, well, actually, this was because I found Mel Brooks actually made a made a a TV version of State Spaceballs, but moron. What? In the uh, in Spaceballs. Right. All the people on the bridge are in 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 the TV version. They're all morons, and they have cross eyes. Oh. Oh, yes, but they're all assholes. I, I love that show. Or <laughs> that the movie, thing, by the way. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's it, they. Mel Brooks shot a completely different version just for the TV. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's, because of, it's because of uh, Blazing Saddles, because someone else did the TV version of Blazing Saddles, and he saw it, and he was like, ugh. It's like, I'm going <laughs> to do, do my own TV cut for the next movie. That, that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, it is. And it's much better for just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And like I said, the moron version does, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's it doesn't it, suffer. It, it, it's serviceable. It, it it at least gets the right. joke across. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the TV version. It's interesting. Let's say <laughs> that. It's pretty good. I mean, I think the helmet joke is still in there. The, yes, like, he does say. He does say. I bet she gives great helmet. He does say yes, that. He does say that. But... You can't change that. <laughs> There's no changing that. Oh, I love that movie so much. I, I I will actually put it in if I'm having trouble sleeping. I will put yeah. it in and fall asleep to that or Princess Bride, because I've seen both of them so many times. Ah, uh, well. If you're living in a bubble and you haven't got a care. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, not much else we can say about Denver, right? No. It's <laughs> it's just so bad. I think we just unloaded on it. We were pretty much done within the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we were. There's not much you can say about it. There's not there's no not much material to it. It's just a. No, uh, there's not. I think I. Tried to like take notes when I was watching the pilot, but it just did not. Yeah, it just didn't work. It was like, no, I, I, I've got nothing. Nope. Yeah, it was, it was that bad. So, um, uh, you know, 
this is our show. Uh, you know, not much else to say about Denver. You know, oh, this yeah. girl's, you know, this girl's Ben with TV's Mr. <laughs> Neil <laughs> and Ren from Marshmallow Surprise. And we're saying you're just a kid. <laughs> and the intro song made me cry. That was the one note that I Denver, had. the last dinosaur. He's all friends in a whole lot more. Good night. That song is out of my head. <laughs> Denver, the last. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Evil. <laughs> I, I don't remember if I've mentioned it, but I've only been to one furry convention um, out of curiosity. Cause, oh, no. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Was there yiffing? I'm sure there was. We were only there for the day because it was in Chicago. And since we're from the Rockford area, yeah, we, we we just went up for the day. Um, yeah, that was a very different experience. They scared me a little bit. Just a little bit. A little too hardcore for me. Yeah. It's a tad. It's the Chicago area. Mm. Oh, uh, I went to the George W. Bush Library yesterday with my brother. Oh my. He, he wanted to go see it. Oh, neat. How'd that go? It's really good. Uh, it turns out George W. Bush, after his presidency, took up a hobby. He's actually does paintings now. Really? And he there's they have all these paintings of these world leaders he's met. Huh. Yeah, he has a painting of Putin, a painting of the Dalai Lama. Oh wow. Painting of the Japanese Prime Minister. Turns out he and the Japanese Prime Prime Minister went to Graceland and jammed on electric guitars. Oh my God. <laughs> that is kind of cool, actually. It just really helps you to see this sort of thing because it, it, it humanizes the guy, you know? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And uh, I know lots of people are like, oh, I don't care about this. I don't want to hear about this. I don't like the guy. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear anything that makes him human. I'm like, really? I, I know. It's like, no, actually, that's why you should. Oh, yay, cats in the litter box. So, oh. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. someone was, was using like a... <laughs> A staple gun or something. Yeah. Well, there's also uh, the thing is they were talking about the other the other presidential libraries and they said that they don't know where the Bahamas is going to be. And uh, actually, five different times during the tour, th- that topic came up. And each five times, somebody from the audience shouted, "Kenya!" Oh my god. Oh, wow. 
And each time the, the tour guide says, "We like to be, we like to keep stay apolitical here." <laughs> each time the tour guide finds it a little bit easier not to laugh at that. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's entertaining. But no, it's actually going to be in Chicago. You know. also, uh, uh, Ren, you should stop by Kitty Hawk's chat room. There's lots of funny things that happen when she shows up. Oh my god, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but when, when she's not there, it's pretty much like two guys posting porn pics. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah. the funniest thing happened was when Neil posted a picture of this character from uh, from Naruto. I said, nice picture. She does nothing in the show. <laughs> See, I, I just, it was just some picture i saw on on deviantart i'm like oh that's pretty nice and i didn't even realize it was a naruto character yeah that's the thing is 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 pretty much pick up any female character from that show and it's like oh that's a nice design she does nothing in the show oh Oh, that sucks well that's what that show's like it's like you know pick any female character what it's like pick a character okay she does nothing oh now now i'm not sad that i never got into it (laughs) It's like when Neil put the picture for the Naruto, for the Naruto first episode we Naruto we did. Neil picked the picture. I said, "Oh, that's a nice. She's she's a really well designed character. She does nothing in the show." Oh, <laughs> great! It's <laughs> and the thing is, I wouldn't even say Kishimoto is actually misogynist or anything. And I think I'll give him too much credit. That I think that'd be implying that he writes with an agenda. I just don't think he knows how to write. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Oh, but I am reminded of that one joke from Jeopardy, Neil. <laughs> Remember the episode of Jeopardy when the answer was, "What is the what is the name of a gardening gardening instrument that also means a woman of ill repute?" <laughs> and it was a rake, but the guy <laughs> said, "Oh." Yes, <laughs> and, and Alec was like, "Whoa!" I love that it took him a, like a half a second to get it. He's like, "No, wrong." Whoa! <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Actually, actually, Alec said, "Did he teach you that in Utah?" <laughs> that's amazing. And the thing is, I would have never thought rake. I know who would. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's the answer I would have given. <laughs> but I would have been like incredulous about it. I would have been like, "What? What's what's a hoe?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I can't believe you put this in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I I just love Alec. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh god. <clears throat> yep. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, would you have contested that, Neil? No. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know. Because I, <laughs> I would have been incredulous. I'm like, this this can't be the answer. What's the only thing I can think of? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he started laughing when he said it. It, make, it makes you think that he knew the right answer. And he did that just to say it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That guy actually got $2 million from his entire Jeopardy career. Ken Jennings. Oh, uh, damn. So he had nothing to lose. Right. 
Because at that point, who cares? He actually went against Watson. Ah. Oh, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, jeez. He was also on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, my God. God damn it, YouTube. I don't want to watch that show. Why do you keep on putting it on my view? I never watched that <laughs> show. Anyways, why do you keep putting it on my views? On um, my recommended, I should say. Is it still putting Yu-Gi-Oh! or? No. <laughs> yeah. No, that no, that was Hulu. Hulu said I should watch Yu-Gi-Oh! if I was watching Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But but it's also weird because if I click, I watched all of Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. And now it says I should be watching, uh, let's see here, I already watched that, I already watched that. <laughs> let's see here. Well, nothing bad, actually. Well, that's good. Yep. Lisa doesn't want me to watch Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I got, we got excited tonight. Uh, we saw that the season three of Bob's Burgers was on Netflix, so we watched a couple episodes of that. <laughs> I never got into Bob's Burgers. Really? That's okay. I like it. I'll watch it for you. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have been enjoying just for, you know, to watch the craziness. Yeah, some, exactly. Some, some episodes of Dr. Phil. Oh, God. Because okay. he's, he's terrible at what he does. He is. <laughs> but what, what I love is when, when you have, like, the woman who's clearly crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one where this woman accused her husband of molesting their children, and and and, and it's like within ten, five minutes you realize this woman's like fucking off a rocker, and wow. the guy's the guy's like innocent as could be. Oh jeez, that poor guy. It's like they they stretch out for another forty minutes until they're like, okay, we had him do the lie detector test, and the guy says I wasn't nervous at all. The only thing I was nervous about was false positives, mm-hmm. and then the woman, the woman's like, oh, there are no false positives. If it says you, if it <laughs> says you're a liar, you're a liar. Oh good lord. And then all of a sudden they they say the results and they say that when she was asked if the daughter really told her these things, it, <laughs> it said that she lied and it, it, it asked her if she coerced her daughter to say these things. And then the lie detector says that she lied. Oh. And then all of a sudden she's incredulous, especially when they when they, they got to his results and it says that he was telling the truth that he never molested his daughter. <laughs> The truth comes out. And then, but she was all, oh, there are no false positives. But all of a sudden, <laughs> damn crazy people. Just because she's paranoid doesn't mean that the world's not out to get her. Yeah, but there's a reason the world's out to get her. Yeah, I just thought that was, you know, the thing is, I showed Neil a couple of ones, and, and Neil's like, oh, yeah, the woman's crazy. <laughs> Stay far away from that one. <laughs> but for some reason, YouTube seems to think I want to watch the Nostalgia Critic. He keeps on putting his videos on my recommended list. I don't, oh, I don't wow. get that. That's weird. Because the last two weeks, the mo- all I've been watching was like Food Wishes and TMNT. Oh, God. I saw the new, uh, the new trailer for the new Turtles movie. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, God is about right. Um, yeah, I didn't really appreciate the new character designs, but granted, I wasn't going to go see it anyway, so I can't it's say too much. <laughs> it's awful. 
I don't know. It might be a good movie. I don't I don't know. And I'm not going to know. So <laughs> What do you think, Neil? I think it's gonna be crap. You can only fool me so many times. <laughs> right. It's like I've I've seen enough Michael Bay films to know. And I know he's not directing this one, but it, it God, it it does have his stink all over it. Yeah. I mean, it's still got all the everything that I hate about Michael Bay films. It's like it's like there are awesome people who are not the main characters in the movie for some reason. In Transformers, it was the army. You know, there's some, there's like some military force in this movie again. So right. Like, so it's Michael Bay up to his old shenanigans. It's just like just like how the uh, just like how the, uh, the 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 shitty fan Sonic movie has like this uh, this paramilitary force. Uh, yeah, gun. It's like, and I even I even called them all, called them out. I said, said, you know, this is so Mike. This is so fucking Michael Bay. <laughs> it's like it's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Why do you have all these military people running around by fucking Sonic? <laughs> right? That's what happens when people overthink the franchise. Because then they're like, well, the military would have to be involved eventually, and so that's how the military starts getting written into these things. <laughs> oh God. I mean, it, you you won't believe what the Nostalgia Critics' latest episode is, Neil. What is that? The, the Disney Afternoon. Wow. <sighs> He's ripping us off. <laughs> no, he would have gotten to it eventually. I mean, yeah. Uh, we don't we don't own the the exclusive right to review the the Disney we didn't Afternoon review. on we, the internet. We we discussed it around yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. But he would have done it eventually anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Tate, you know, every time I go to YouTube, just staring at his fucking stupid face where he's going like, <laughs> yay! <laughs> With the Disney characters we got. It was like, what? Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, and the thing is, his channel on YouTube is called The League of Super Critics. It's like, really? <laughs> League of Super Critics. It's like uh, meanwhile at the Hall of Reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's entertaining. No, it's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just so glad that everything's falling to pieces. I mean, Disney owns Blip now, so that's about to go away. Jeez. So. Oh, what? <laughs> it's true. Uh, you're probably right. Ooh, spicy orange chicken wings, panda wings. That sounds good. That does sound kind of good. Yes. That ice cream sounded good too. We were supposed to get ice cream like two days ago, and we never did. I still well, haven't had talk to your cream. husband about that. Yeah, actually, because it was like Friday night, and he's like, "We'll go get ice cream later," and I'm like, "Okay," and then we both forgot about it, and then he brought it up yesterday, and he's like, "Did we ever get?" And I'm like, "No, we didn't ever get ice cream," and he's like, "Oh." We should probably go do that. And I'm like, yeah, we probably should. And then we still haven't gotten that screen. <laughs> I'll probably want it by Friday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actual ice cream is not a euphemism for anything. I know. <laughs> the thing is, I saw the new Captain America film. Mm. Oh, did, how'd you like it? I, I liked seen it a lot. Yet. It ends with Captain America shutting down the NSA. Oh, that's awesome. Now I will have to go see it. 
So, uh, have you heard the news story about this one teacher that was able to make his class shut up and behave by threatening to tell them who will die next? And in, in, yeah, uh, in, that was uh, awesome. Game of Thrones. That was oh. amazing. So, so Neil, in case you didn't know, Game of Thrones has been like a series of novels for like ten years before there was ever a series. So, right. So people who read books already know everything's going to happen. So, <laughs> so what happened was uh, there's this uh, there's this guy. There's this this teacher, and he wanted to have his uh, he wanted to have his uh, he wanted to have his class behavior. He says, "I'm going to tell you all who's going to die, and how they're going to die, and I'm going to start writing on the whiteboard unless you people shut up and sit down." And of course, <laughs> they, they 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 didn't believe him, and then he started writing down names, and then they they said they sat down and shut up. <laughs> that is really awesome. That is great. Yeah, whatever it takes, man. <laughs> that is just amazing that's pretty clever <laughs> see the thing is you know personally george rr R. martin i'm not a big fan i think he his writing's a little long-winded mm. this is making me rethink wanting to to read them i haven't read any of them yet and i haven't watched any of the series yet but after the first drink and draw we did on thursday after work i might have to start well his his, his stuff's not his stuff is not boring i mean it's not like it's right. not like it's not like Ayn rand <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly why i haven't read any of that <laughs> i'm gonna tell the story again neil um yeah. i was right out of high school and i was trying to get lots of grant money for college and there was this one grant that says if you could read the atlas shrugged and write an essay about it then you know you can win some grant money it's like okay i like to read so i <laughs> opened up atlas shrugged opened it up started reading you know Fifteen minutes in, I was out like a light. Oh man! It was it was like it was like ten o'clock in the morning. I was already up. I I exercised. I drank. I ate breakfast, orange juice. You know, I was energetic. It was a nice sunny day outside, so it wasn't like rainy or dreary or anything. Uh, but you know, you know, and ran <laughs> strong stuff. Wow. But yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Rand. Neil, have you ever read Anne Rand? No. Will never, you? Never really had any desire to, no. Okay. Not an objectivist? I don't know. I just... At some Either point, are, I just... you aren't, Neil. <laughs> I, I would guess no, then. But... <laughs> no, that, that's, a, that's a joke. Yeah, I, I, I got it. <laughs> Black and white. Yes. Choose! <laughs> See, the whole joke is Steve Ditko, the guy who created Spider-Man, was a big-time Ayn Rand fanboy and objectivist. Mm -hmm. hmm. To the point where everyone who was ever his friend got a copy of Atlas Shrugged from his, of his gift. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> well, 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 Ditko, you know, most of his creations doesn't really have that Randian tone to it. Mm -hmm. and, until he created this character named Mr. A. And the reason why, the reason why, see, the thing is, when I first told Neil about Mr. A, Neil kind of sighed a little bit because uh, one of the fundamental uh, philosophies of objectivism is A is A. Yeah. And Neil's like, oh, that's laying it a bit thick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then I showed a picture of Mr. A and his business card, which is one side's black, one side's white. Oh, jeez. And Neil's like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. Wow. 
I mean, the thing is, you know, I've I've never really met a real objectivist before, but I don't think I. <laughs> They're weird. It. I used to blog with one guy, and he's kind of crazy. So I don't I don't really associate with him anymore, but he. He believed in absolutes, but he didn't seem to know what they were. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a moron. That's insane. Yeah. The, the thing is, what I love is when people try to say they are all these things, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to name names, but there was a guy that, that Neil and I both knew that was an objectivist, feminist, uh, capitalist, uh, conservative. Oh, my God. Some of that, Confused much? Some of that, like, is just blatantly incompatible. <laughs> Clearly. Christian, too, is, yeah. is in there somewhere. Good lord, definitely confused. That was a very confused individual. You don't know the half of it, honey. <laughs> no, I don't. I probably don't want to. No. Well, we won't tell you, but I, that was just that was just one of the oddest uh, combinations from from the uh, from the mix and match Sunday of. Uh, <laughs> The philosophies we've ever met. Yeah, that's amazing, in a terrible, terrible way. Because the thing is, is because being a Randian means that you're pretty much pro-male. Oh, geez. So yeah. you can't really be a feminist, right? <laughs> wow. I mean, the thing is, that I always try to remember, and this is part of the thing that you know, you know, whenever I see people writing villains. Mm. The one thing I always have to try to remember is a villain is a hero of his own story. Right. And I, and you know, sometimes I see people who write villains who are like, I'm going to go drown some puppies today. <laughs> it's like, what? No. <laughs> and yet there are people who do that. <laughs> there are people who do that, but they're not, they're not interesting to write. It's just like, they're crazy. True. Yeah. That, that's well, yeah, not crazy, but not crazy enough. The wrong kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like I like I said, is if you want to write a villain, you don't think of a villain as a guy who goes who goes, I am evil. I am evil and I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to enslave and sell people like right. for, for money and and stuff. And it's True. like, no, 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 no. And the thing is, you know, yeah, the one thing I asked Neil is, you know, Neil, you don't think Lord Crimson's this guy who goes, oh, I wake up and I'm evil and I'm going to no, browse puppies. He's definitely not. <laughs> like I said, the thing is that a villain is a hero in his own uh, of his own story in his mind. Right. And uh, and Neil, what? What? Did hmm? you did you just pull another April Fool's? I did. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was expecting more Dossie, and then it's... Oh I told you I was taking two months off. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, remember remember when you guys were talking about Femforce on, on Comic Con of Sewers, and you were like, I've never heard of this before. And I was like, yes. oh, actually, this is the comic <laughs> that has the character from Femforce. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, and I actually had to talk to the guy who owns AC Comics. Yeah, oh there is actually an AC Comics as opposed to DC Comics. Wow. And, and I emailed the guy. I'm like, um, I have this comic that this other guy drew, and I told him I'd publish his old comics, but your character is in it. Can I publish this? And he said yes. So he was at least yes. cool about that. But, but this, cool. he's, he's kind of weird. 
I mean, he. So, have, so I've heard that the AC Comics and DC Comics are going to do a crossover. What? You know what it's going to be called? What? Back in Black. This is a joke, right? Yes. Good. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate it. Although there there is a little bit of crossover because uh, the Blue Beetle was actually the property of AC Comics for a little while, and then it got shifted over to DC. Wow. So he goes both ways. Oh, I thought you'd like the ACDC reference. I got the ACDC reference. <laughs> that reminds me of there was a, there was a top 10 ACDC songs. Mm-hmm. On Watch Mojo, and I sent it to Neil, and Neil's like, "Well, watch them get this wrong." <laughs> I don't remember how they did. You said they were half right, but you said that they, you were disappointed that they picked number one was "Back in Black." Yeah, because that's kind of like the go-to song. Mm-hmm. And you said Thunderstrike doesn't deserve to be on there at all. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about that again because I'm not really. See, I was kind of, I, I kind of prepared myself for that. I'm like, okay, there's this song and this song and that song. And now I'm I'm kind of not. <laughs> see, I could see Thunderstruck being on on such a list, but I don't know. Maybe I can think of ten ACDC songs that are better, mostly from the Bon Scott era. So let's see here. Uh, I still can't believe Family Guy is still going on. And Yeah. The Cleveland show has died. Has it finally? That was a mercy killing. Yes. Yes, it was. I think I saw like two minutes of it once and I'm like, no. It's palatable if you're desperate for something animated, but there's better things out there. Oh, yes. I've watched I've watched a lot of the episodes, though. I will admit that. My name is Cleveland. Oh, God. <laughs> I just can't stand a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. Haven't seen it, don't want to see it. I want nothing to do with it. Not going to go there. I have a morbid curiosity just because a lot of people seem to like it. I, I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Because it makes lots of 87 references. Oh, huh. okay. Because okay. it even does Heroes in a Half Shell in the opening. Uh, see, even, if, even as someone who kind of liked the 87 series, I'm not exactly sure why that's a good thing. Because Beast Wars made a lot of G1 references, and I sure didn't like Beast Wars. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Beasties. (laughs) Beasties. Oh, yeah, Canada. Can't say wars. That's so weird. And kinetic military action had too many syllables. Beast could, yeah, that was my joke. Neil, damn that it. was my joke. That I was my it. joke. Uh, we'll flip for it. Call. Heads I win, tails you lose. What? It <laughs> sounds like the our, our radio, one of our local radio stations, has been doing heads or tails since like October. Nobody ever wins. <laughs> ever. It's like seriously, you're flipping a coin on the radio. And people are calling in to guess. It's amazing. Oh, uh, what I love is whenever they show trailers for the new Spider-Man film and you see the costume, it's like, yeah, that's the Raimi costume. I'm not going to see the new Spider-Man movie either. Nope. Not doing it. I got mad when they rebooted it yet again. I'm done. Mm -hmm. They just 
they took the file of the old 3D model and just dra- dragged it and clicked it into the into yeah, the yeah they did. Doesn't it look like it? Pretty much. Wow. And don't you just love how it how just uh, bad Control C Control I mean, V. Don't you just, don't you just I, I showed Neil the, the clip where uh, where Peter kills Uncle Ben. Oh, nice. Because what happened was uh, this was you know another guy that we deal with Fezworks. Oh right, yeah I know I I kind of know Fez. Yeah, the thing is I was setting up at a convention that he was at physically too. And right. I was telling my friend, Hey, just, just, just roll that banner out. Let's get the things. Fest recognized her voice. And, and no one else, only like 500 people were in the, in the showroom area. And Fest shouted, I know that voice, Ben, you are wrong about Spider-Man. <laughs> and the basic Spider-Man is he started just shouting at me out of nowhere. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and he told me, he told me any sane person would have gone for the gun and, and stuff like that. And then I showed and I'm like, and, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to show Neil the cl- actual clip, and I did. And, <laughs> and Neil, what was your verdict again? I pretty much said bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't Spider-Man pretty much the guy's accomplice at that point now? Yeah, pretty much. Or less. I, I think I remember. Wait, I don't remember which one that was. Never chocolate mind. Chocolate milk, two cents chocolate milk. Yeah. Oh, that Teen Wolf show is still going on? Is it? It yeah. seems like a lot of people like that. Why? I don't know. I haven't seen it. It was a show, it was a movie that they shelved until Michael J. Fox became famous. I know. I mean, that's literally what happened. They they made the movie, they shelved it until Back to the Future came out. And they're like, holy shit, Michael J. Fox is a big deal. Let's put let's take this movie out now. <laughs> nice. What the hell? Fess apparently had this monster burger at the at the. Uh... At the, uh, during the podcasting, the uh, yeah, uh, wow. During during the the podcasting uh, session, the uh, the what was a keynote or something? A uh, yeah, panel. It was a panel. We had several different people talking about podcasting. <laughs> and Fest sat down and got this burger delivered to him. This huge ass burger. Oh my god! And he started eating it right there. <laughs> and you can hear, hear it in the audio recording. Go. And we're like, it's like, it's like, hey, you want to just sit down to the side while we while we continue on, and you just come back, and we. And Fez is like, nope, we'll keep going. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you can hear it too. That's amazing. I mean, Neil, you heard the chewing. I heard it. <laughs> and, and the thing is, Fez showed up in Texas wearing a Stetson, and I told him, Fez, you're gonna be the only guy in Texas wearing a Stetson. Oh my god. <laughs> And as you can see in the picture, yes, he was the only guy in Texas wearing a That's hilarious. See, he must have seen like an episode of Walker Texas Ranger. He's like, there, that that's what they dress like in Texas. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. That's just that's. I mean, <laughs> Neil actually got a couple good zings off of Fest on, on Twitter the last couple of weeks. Oh, really? What was the last one you got, Neil? That was pretty funny. Oh, I don't remember what what I even said. He, God, I'm gonna have to look it up now. <laughs> I remember he said something, and I was like, "What now?" <laughs> like just kind of just kind of underselling whatever he was saying. I think that's pretty much the only time I've addressed him all year. It's just huh. that. because most of the time he tries to ignore you. Aww. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if that's intentional or if he just because even before we had that little. 
throwdown, he pretty much like didn't really talk to me all that much. That's oh, true. Okay. That's true, but he oh he he re he actually retweeted something I, I uh, said. Oh, that's kind of cool. He retweeted the uh, the Stu Snyder uh, thing, the guy from Cartoon Network who just uh, got canned because because he sucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I just thought that was funny that uh, nope, never not that never no time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what I said to him, but he he said something, and I just kind of like undersold what he said. <laughs> nice. I I can't find yeah. it. My God, he's on here a lot. Fast? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I almost never log into Twitter, so yeah. Yeah, I use it like maybe three times a week. It's like usually if I have some kind of funny quip, and then I immediately log off and <laughs> don't touch it again for yeah. another week. That's <laughs> that's still more than I use it. But but like, every fast, six fast like. Tweets like crazy. I see that. Oh my god! It's like I have a Twitter. I just never use it. Just like my Tumblr, I never use that either. I think I've got like three posts on my Tumblr. Yeah, like I said, I just. Uh, I mean, the only other. Oh, I've been posting a lot of my my uh, crappy sketch art. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yay, sketch art. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's actually really funny. Is uh. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my friend Peter, Neil? Um, maybe. Uh, P- Peter is this guy I knew since, since first grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what? So, yeah, it's... Uh, what was I remembering? <laughs> okay, my friend Peter, I knew since first grade. But now he's like this major conspiracy theory guy. Oh. But the thing is, it's actually it's it, the amount of stuff he knows mm-hmm. is amazing. And wow! I, I was like, Peter, you know, if you have a microphone in front of you, you could like get more, you could be more famous than Alex Jones because he he like mm-hmm. talks about all that stuff, and, and he's like, Ben, Alex Jones is a plant because you know his brother-in-law is is part of this agency, and and they put him on the air to 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 confuse them, confuse what's really happening. It's like, whoa! Someone called Alex Jones a plant. Yikes! And he talked, and then and then Peter started talking about the white pope and the black pope and the eight Jew bankers, and I knew that's that's oh, just jeez what? Yeah. The you don't know about the eight Jew bankers? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ask me for Peter, apparently all finance in the world is run by the eight Jew bankers. Oh my god! And there's also a, a secret pope. That no one knows about. That's the, called the Black Pope. Oh God! And there's a public Pope called the White Pope. Oh God! I mean, Neil, stop me when you've when you've heard this one. <laughs> I'm. I've never heard this before, but it's <laughs> at the same time I feel like I've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> I think we've all met at least one person like that. Yeah. Neil, who's your friend that's like that? Don't say it's me. <laughs> no. I know a couple people who are kind of like, kind of sort of anti-vaccination, Ooh. but that's about as, yeah, that's kind of bad. Yeah. But, but so how is Jenny doing? Nothing. What? McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> god damn her. <laughs> so I wrote like 50 pages of comic book script in the last week. Whoa. Wow. Yes. That's a lot. 
I know. I can't even write one. <laughs> I write loose outlines and then I add in dialogue as as it's being produced. <laughs> I uh wait, I gotta find it. I did something else this like in the last two weeks. Let's see if I can find where I did with it. Whoa, for the longest time. <laughs> I can't believe it took you so long to realize that I had that I had a faux comic going on my site. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This, this is about the extent of productive I've been. <laughs> and doing little four-inch paintings. Um, I got into the art show for ASEN um, coming up here in May. So I've been working on four-inch paintings for that. Because I was like, oh, that's crap. so. That, that, it looks like it looks like a top hat. <laughs> That's not all it looks like. Yeah, the the head coming on, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you are filthy. I am. You're that's that's dirty. That's okay. It wasn't really the intent when I started doing it, but well, that's kinda kinda how it ended up. Your mind wanders. Right. You love being a turtle. <laughs> See, I one... love being a turtle. <laughs> one of the guys, because uh, I, I posted it on my my Facebook page, or also not just the page. Um, he said it's basically Hulk's penis wearing a top hat. Let's be honest. I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see that actually. <laughs> oh, and I just finished. Um, I do this like surprises subscription thing where like every other month I send people marshmallow related things that I've made. Ooh. Yeah. You, you never know what it's going to be, which is kind of fun. But uh, I just finished getting the ones for April completed. Now I need to find shipping boxes for them <laughs> so I can get them shipped out before Easter. See, I kind of suck in the comics department though. I, I just kind of like, that. well, as in, like, I haven't actually made any in a while. Who's the chick? <laughs> it's, uh, remember the comic Energize that I did a crossover with? Yes, I with see, I see Energize in it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, there's multiple Energize characters. She's one of oh. them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he, he asked, like, me and one other guy to do alternate cover uh, art for his upcoming chapter, and I got asked to do, do the girl for some reason. I don't know nice. why. Nice. Yeah. We'll call that a win. Yes. So I'm still working on stuff. Nuguyen? What what? Think about it. a Nuguyen. Nuguyen? A win. Oh. You get it yet? Okay. Uh <laughs> no. You don't have any Vietnamese people around where you live, do you? Uh-uh. No, I don't. Ditto. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, I've seen that name before, but I, I've never known anyone with that last name. I don't think I have either. Well, there you go. It's supposed to be pronounced win. I see. And that's I the joke. Never, I would never have figured that out. We have mostly Koreans and Filipinos as far as the Asians go around here. Yeah. I know a guy who's Laotian. We have those too, but no From the ocean? Them. And I don't really know why. Laotian. <laughs> Which ocean? <laughs> this this is direct dialogue from King of the Hill, Neil. I see. 
God, I haven't seen that in a while. It's on, it's on Netflix. Is it? I was just about to check. I'm going to have to add that to my list. So I watched Ben Franklin's Pirate Fleet. Huh? Yes, apparently Benjamin Franklin had a pirate fleet. That's weird. That okay. is not what I was expecting to find. That is not what I was looking for at all. That's a lie. That is that is not King of the Hill, the animated series. <laughs> that is a movie from 93. King of the Hill. It's right here. Yes. Yeah, so you said Netflix, right? I saw the Netflix. I just watched it a couple of weeks ago. Maybe they pulled it. I don't know. Or maybe I just don't know how to find things. <laughs> so, what do you mean you're unable to process my request? That's not possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Neil, are you thinking about getting a dashboard cam? Uh, no. <clears throat> Why do you ask? Because apparently lots of people are starting to get them to deal with road wage drivers. Wow. Hmm. I've, I've considered it, but uh, it's probably not on our to-do list. Come on, Neil. You, you live close to a volatile town. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as close to Chicago as you think. I'm, I don't have to really deal with Chicago, so. Right. You know, oddly enough, traffic um, out towards Chicago, while it's heavy often, it's still easier to navigate than my area, which is an hour and a half away. And hey, I have, are you near the lake? No, I'm actually I'm, I'm an hour and a half out out by Rockford. So oh, yeah, wow. they there's insane. I don't understand how people get driver's licenses in this town, honestly. I really don't know. But they just drive and lights been red. Three people still going through the turn lane. It's like, seriously? <laughs> Get out to the suburbs and it's strangely not so bad. Much more predictable. Although they did just put up a no U-turn um, by my work that hadn't been there before. So now it's harder to get across those six lanes of traffic. So that kind of sucks. Sounds like it. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, so I was posting some uh, some some of my scratch artwork on on uh, Kitty Hawk's uh, chat room, and you remember that? Remember the the panel I did where it's Parker wearing the uh, the Kiss yeah. T-shirt, Ben? Okay, here here's the original, and I cleaned it up slightly and <laughs> see if yeah. you can spot the difference. <laughs> considered a very a very passive aggressive uh musical statement oh that's awesome yeah oh wow they traded out the spaceman for the onk warrior <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's mean <laughs> it is i like ace freely but you know not my favorite kiss guitarist <laughs> you like the onk warrior more <laughs> well he's Yes and no, because he he actually wrote a lot of really good songs for Kiss, but when he went solo, he kind of, I guess he wanted to be Yngwie Malmsteen, and that's why he got kicked out of Kiss. And if you know Yngwie, he kind of does like a billion notes a second, and it just kind of sounds like a mess. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, I heard that. And 
I found out some other funny things about Vinnie Vincent is that uh, he he got kicked out of his band, his own band. Oh my god! By the by, the lead singer, his lead singer basically took over the band and took over his record contract. Wow! And and, and that lead singer's name was Mark Slaughter. Oh my god! <laughs> the Vinnie Vincent invasion turned into the band Slaughter. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it is awesome. I can't believe you replaced the space the, the space ace with a. Well, it, that's the creatures of the night album cover, and, and Ace really was not on that album. <laughs> his his face is on it, but he didn't play it. So, what what's Kiss's worst song? Oh, that's I I don't think I could. No, it's not Beth. I'm sure there are worse songs. Worse than Beth? Oh yeah. I mean, you you haven't heard the heard the unmasked album yet. Well, I know Beth is an eight your cup of tea because it's a it's a love ballad. It's 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 not that it's a love ballad. It's just kind of a it's just kind of a lame a song. song? I, I'd never really, <laughs> I guess. But it's see, I always imagined you had this hatred for Beth. <laughs> I just don't like the song. I don't I don't have like a real strong hatred for it. There are definitely worse Kiss songs than Love that. Gun? No, Love Gun's okay. God Gave Rock and Roll? That's not even a Kiss song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of lame, too. Yeah, it's a Wild Stallion song. <laughs> <laughs> There's, he's still talking about a movie, Neil. Yeah. All I have to say is that... I'm tempted to say Rock and Roll all night. Worst <laughs> Kiss song ever. What? I'm tempted to say rock and roll all night. Party every this is the day. Worst kiss song ever. Yeah, just because it's it's such a lame party song. Ah, wanna yeah. rock and roll all night. <laughs> it's like I can't believe this is the song that took off. I think people were just amazed they had like a stage show with blowing fire and platform shoes and stuff. Yeah, they were definitely something. But the the thing is, if you listen to Gene, Gene actually has lots of positive things to say about uh, their their current uh, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Thayer. Yeah, hmm. well, he was employed by them forever before even becoming a member. I of the know, band. but if you listen, he says nothing but positive things to say about Tommy Thayer. Huh? Yeah. Which, if you if, well, if you hear he what he says about all the others, you th- you think you think he's just a bitter old man, but he has nothing but positive things to say about Tommy Thayer and. Uh, well, he has nice things to say about Bruce Kulick. And Paul. Yeah, and doesn't he doesn't like to talk about Vinnie Vincent? Because I guess uh, Vinny tried to sue them for some reason. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why, and I don't see why he thought he had any standing. That's unfortunate because he, the two albums that he was on were like a kick in the ass. Your kiss. favorite ones? Yeah, Creatures of the Night. It's like the best Kiss album ever. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Yeah, I put a link to God gave rock and roll to you in the chat once, and Neil had to put link Creatures of. Nice in there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm like, I have to put on a good kiss album. <laughs> well, God Gave Rock and Roll to You was the last music video appearance of. Oh, Eric yes. Hmm. See, I know all these things about Kiss because I have a friend who's like a major Kiss fan. I'm not even a real Kiss fan. I like one <laughs> album. And like, a couple of the other ones are okay. Revenge is an okay album. Lick It Up is okay. And. I guess Destroyer and Love Gun. Are How about there. their movie? Otherwise, oh, the Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park. That was like, 
we rented that in high school, I think, and I'm like, why was this made? <laughs> and I was already like totally a cartoon nerd at that point, although I tried to hide it a little. But when Peter started talking, I'm like, that's Casey Kasem. <laughs> and then I immediately shut my mouth because I'm like, oh my god. I just revealed that I know the voice of, uh, of Shaggy. <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. It was Frank Walker, then the Catman. <laughs> That'd have been funny if he was, right? Yeah. yeah, and I was I was always picking him out in movies too. I'm like, that's Frank. <laughs> like, who's that? It or when the bad animation studio is being used, you're like, oh, fucking this studio. <laughs> it infuriated me too because, like, don't you notice the animation is different this episode? I didn't I didn't really pick up on that until later. It was that when I was a kid, I would always pick up on all the cheapness of filmation. And I'm like, don't you see that? That's like the same scene they've shown <laughs> ten times already in this episode. Like, what are you talking about? Well, come on, you picked up Glenn Kennedy animation. Well, Glenn Kennedy is just fucking obvious. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like I, I videotaped it one time to show someone. I'm like, okay, now you see the way a pup named Scooby-Doo, you see how these characters are doing this <laughs> stupid dance? Now watch this, and then I put in Tiny Toons, and it's the same oh, dance. Oh, God. <laughs> and no one noticed. Yeah, it's like, how do you not see this? <laughs> Wait, people actually watched oh. a pup named Scooby Doo. I watched it. It was okay. Uh, I mean, it's the best. It's the best Glenn Kennedy cartoon there is, just because it was kind of his project from from the oh, start. Oh, I see. Whereas they brought him into uh, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures, mm -hmm. which I don't like, but he made it worse. Ooh. Yeah, there was a yeah. there was a Tiny Toons anim Glenn Kennedy animation. Yeah. His episodes are the ones where they're really rubbery and boingy, they, boingy. they kind of bounce around a lot. Wow. Yeah, they do the boingity boink thing, and he always drew like heavy eyebrows on everyone. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, there was a guy who who did a video of all the bad Glenn Kennedy animation, <laughs> and uh, we linked it on our Tiny Toon Show. And I think did he comment? Um, someone commented. I think it was the guy who does YouTube poop yes. videos or one. I don't know. There it is. I don't know if it. If it's just one guy or if there's many. I remember I, I had to show Blanchard this video because Blanchard was trying to defend the Glenn Candy's animation and I showed the tongue two three part. Yeah. And and he, he actually tried to tried to like sort of argue about it or something. Yeah, I think that's the only time I've ever heard Blanchard relent. <laughs> like, okay, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were there, you know, and I showed him the tongue. Or oh, the the other time I heard him like give in was uh the filmation Tom and Jerry's. He's just like Wow, that's bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this this show's so bad. Yeah, I wasn't really a fan. I just didn't like that they tried to do kid versions of the Tiny Toons, and they kind of made them, or I'm sorry, the kid version of the Looney yeah. Tunes, and kind of pushed the the real characters off to the side, and yeah. Just yeah. the fact that they were there was kind of insulting. It's like, <laughs> then, hey, Bugs Bunny's in this cartoon, but he's not really. <laughs> right. and, then, and then, and then, uh, and then, uh, Glenn, and then, uh, and then, uh, John Chris Pelusi drew his tryout for Tiny Toons, <laughs> which was hilarious. Because <laughs> he's the kind of guy who he knew that that was not going to be like. He just did that to be a dick. <laughs> Because his whole thing was basically, it's like, oh, they wanted to, look, they wanted to look like gigantic 
gigantic heads on baby bodies. Got it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, no, he said gigantic uh, malformed baby giant heads on baby bodies. <laughs> and wasn't one of them like a cancer head or something? <laughs> yeah. just, like, a really, a really freaky looking version of uh, of Hampton, I think. Wow. And he almost did. He almost did a Tiny Toon episode. That would have been weird because it would have stood out even more than the Glenn Kennedy stuff. It's like it'd be like, whoa, why is this colored differently? Why are these characters like suddenly animated? I kind of wish they would have let him do that. Just just because. This is so badly animated. Wow. Uh, and I noticed it. No one else did. <laughs> What I love is there's actually an episode of Tiny Toons mid <laughs> mid frame it switched from it switched from Candy Studios to another studio. Yeah, oh I don't know Lord. how that happened. It was the first episode. I, I know it, it's so weird. I've never seen that before or That's since. That's amazing. Ah crap! It's eleven. I'm gonna have to go. Oh. All right. Oh, I have to like. On, Ren. Yeah, it was great being back. I'm very happy. Thank you yeah. for having me. Let me know when you want to be on again. I'll be more than happy to come. Anytime. <laughs> Just name the show. Yep. And we'll suffer through something. the last time. No, no more of that. Uh, uh, not that. No. Okay, seriously, you have to check out Dragon Hunters. It's oh, on okay. Hulu. Okay, as long as it doesn't tell me to keep watching Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise that. But, <laughs> but I've been watching that a lot. Lately, so yes, that would be awesome. Okay, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. I didn't even remember that one. I used to like that show. I'm afraid to watch it. I now. know. I completely forgot about it entirely. I'm afraid too. Season one had the real. Uh... Yeah, it was done at Hanna Barbera, and it had the real voices from the from the. Oh movie. wow. Season season two was like eight episodes long, and it was done at Deke, and it was it was god awful. Oh, that figures. Yeah, I'm like, how did, why did Deke get season two? I have no idea. Yeah, and That's then awful. we have, yeah, Glenn Kennedy did the rap episode of uh, Tiny Toons as well. The oh. one where Neil, the, the one where Neil that, says that the wrong broke. side one. <laughs> yeah, because you just see like little met, metalhead me sitting there in my Iron Maiden t-shirt watching that, and I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Y'all have a good one. All right. Okay. All right. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye.